It's time for Only in Cartersville Bartow, brought to you by the Cartersville Bartow County Convention and Visitors Bureau. This podcast is where you'll learn what's going on in and around Cartersville and Bartow County. Cartersville, Georgia is an all-American city that truly is the embodiment of small-town Southern charm with some sophisticated surprises. Today, we're going to talk about the thriving art scene with those who serve on the board and whose passion makes this a must-see destination for people of all ages. My name is Barry Henderson, and I'm chairman of the Art and Bartow Public Arts Commission, which is a volunteer position. My actual I guess profession is real estate development, but I'm semi-retired and I've really gotten interested and involved in the arts. Barry, I'd like to hear about what is the the genesis, should I say, of you getting involved with the arts up in Bartell? My wife and I moved up here about 30 years ago from Atlanta area. And when we got up here, we said, what's the identity here? Well, the only identity I saw was a train going through here about 50 times a day, literally 50 times a day downtown. And he said, well, what are you going to do with that? You know, and so it, it, it was hard to pinpoint, put something, you know, what, what is the culture? What what are we up here? And long story short, the Booth Western Art Museum came here, which is over 120,000 feet. It is the largest permanent art collection of Western art in the United States. It's, have you ever been there? Oh, well, I hate to say it. I have yet to be up there, but it's on my list, though. I promise you. Go there. Get out of your box and go to the to the booth. It's a Smithsonian affiliated museum. It's fantastic. And just after that, then they opened up the Telus Science Museum. Have you been to that? Barry, you're making me feel kind of guilty about my culture. You know, I, I do that. I do that to people all the time. If you feel guilty about it, then go do something about it. But you've got the Telescience Museum, which I think blows the fern bank away, and you'll go see it and you'll see what I'm talking about. And that's in the Smithsonian Affiliated Museum. And then it was like December the 8th, a year ago, which would have been 2021, the Savoy Museum opened, and that's a Smithsonian Affiliated. We are the only city in the United States that has three Smithsonian Affiliated Museums. Each one of them is world-class. When you see the buildings, when you see the collections on each one of them or the activities of each one of them, that has been created. There was a benefactor to that, and he's a very private person, but he has done a marvelous job of creating a culture here in the last uh, God, 12 years or so. So now when you come here, yes, you can come and spend easily a couple of days. You can spend a half a day easy in each one of those museums. All right. So, Barry, what, what exactly is the history of the arts in Bartell? Can you fill us in on that? The art and Bartow movement, I guess, for lack of a better word, began about five years ago. I think it was around 2017. And I and another individual were trying to figure out how to go about, I guess, coordinating and getting an art movement, for lack of a better word, public arts movement going in the county. And I think we actually began calling it art and Bartow at the very beginning. At the beginning of it, we thought, well, we could put out art pieces or have or, or get artists to donate and work toward just simply putting art out in public spaces. We put out a couple of sculptures that were, uh, one was donated on permanent loan, rather, from the Booth Western Art Museum. And the other one was a donation by an artist, a friend of mine in Atlanta, Eric Strauss. Those two pieces were the initial placements of art, public art. They're larger steel pieces that are in downtown or and still are in downtown Cartersville. 
I think the next piece that we worked on was a piece called the Freedom Quilt. Hey, Barry, I want to go back to the Freedom Quilt in just a second, though. But first, I want to ask you how you got interested in art so much. My interest in the arts came primarily because of the existence of the Booth Western Art Museum in Cartersville, which is a nationally known art museum here. Everyone should visit it at least once. My wife and I got pretty involved in that from a volunteer standpoint. My wife ended up, uh, well, she started the Booth uh, Photography Guild. She was a good photographer, so she started that. And then I, um, through our travels out west with the Booth, I got very interested in the arts, primarily the Western arts at that time. We traveled all over the, uh, a great deal out west. Uh, my wife and I spent some vacation time in the, in the summers out in Jackson Hole. And in the process of doing that, I got interested in, in the arts myself. And I ended up, took a course at Sedona Art Academy in Sedona, Arizona. Long story short, I fell in love with sculpting, clay sculptures that are then bronze. And uh, I've been, again, a hobby. I started that when I was about 67 years old. I'm 78 now in May. And I started that out as a hobby. But in doing so, I've placed stuff in three museums and I've had some collectors out west in various places who collected my work and so forth. So it's turned into something that was a very much of an enjoyment to me. So my background is very much associated with museums. I understand how they work and visiting galleries out west. We understand and the gallery concept and then, of course, meeting the artists and then, and then I guess the personal art for myself. So I'm not just somewhat sort of a a real estate developer that said, well, I really like the arts. I've really gotten involved in all the different facets of art world. And whether you're in Western art or whether you're in Impressionism or whatever genre you're in, you still have basically your museums and your collectors and your galleries and then your artists, no matter what genre you're in. So that's been a good background for me, and it's allowed me to understand the process of putting together public art for the community. Oh, that's fantastic. So let, let's get some more history about this Freedom Quilt. It sounds pretty interesting. And the Freedom Quilt is a piece that was put in front of City Hall. I designed that uh, with a P.K. Gordy, who is a sculptor in Atlanta, and we designed the Freedom Quilt. And it was installed, I think it was around 2018, maybe early 2018. And that piece was funded by the black community here. It's a piece that is based upon black history. And when we had the unveiling of that piece, there was a large turnout. I'd say probably 250 people turned out there in front of City Hall, big white tent with food and so forth. And there were some comments made at that time, which really made an impression on me that the art, it was the first time that uh, the black community, the white community had seen the two communities actually get together in a common interest to a great extent, which was the art. And at that time, then I began to realize instead of just placing art for art's sake in different places, we start looking to our community and we start trying to coordinate arts and public arts with the needs of the community. So we put pieces out at the Etowah Indian Mounds, which is a historical site. We probably got over, Hannah Cook would know better than I, but probably over 35 public art pieces out in the last four or five years. Hannah's been on board is our executive director for probably four years, I guess, three or four years. And she was initially hired and funded by the Cartersville Visitors Bureau here to do a study to see just what our current art 
is, whether it's a galleries or local municipalities, anyone who might have an interest in arts. And that was a very extensive study that was done, which told us a great deal about what the public wanted to see relative to murals or public arts and so forth. So it gave us a good basis to work from. And we've sort of used that as somewhat of a guideline going forward. So um, we are Art Barto. I think it was maybe two and a half years ago because of the activity and what we were doing. I met with the county commissioner. We put three sculptures through another sculpture on the property there at the county courthouse. And in doing that, long story short, the commissioner created the Art and Bartow Public Arts Commission. And he asked me to chair that commission. And we've got a very strong, active board made up of the president of the Chamber of Commerce, various uh, other people, economic development people who are on the board and are giving the arts the attention that maybe each one of their areas, like someone's economic development, might be looking at it more of a business situation or somebody with the chamber might be looking at it for whatever reason. We've got good activity now from the community. So that's sort of it in a nutshell. I probably run on here too much, but that's that's sort of it. You know, from talking to you about this art, I almost get the feeling like you really don't need to go to fancy places like Paris to go see art or, you know, up to Washington, D.C. to see all those museums. We have it all right here in Cartersville. Well, very much so. The arts are, uh, you know, when you get into the the definition of the arts and, of course, the arts is part of the humanities. And I, I guess you went to college and you probably, you know, had some humanities courses from a personal standpoint, I think that our society is probably lacking to some extent by giving attention to the arts and the humanities. I think we get a little bit caught up in other areas which are, are not maybe as beneficial to what we need as human beings. And that's the the arts and the creative part of that the arts provide, uh, whether it be elementary schools or, and, and we've gotten involved, actually, one of my board members is Abby Hennington. Abby has won statewide awards for her work in the arts instruction in schools. And so, you know, it starts with our first graders and it starts with that creativity and whether they take it into the arts or whether they take it into business or a combination of both. So the arts is, it can, can be all consuming, all very, very interesting if you can, uh, get the appropriate way of, so to speak, of looking at it. But there's artists all around. They really are. And we, when I say the artists, I think we did one mural downtown, which was the first mural, uh, I think, down there. And, and, and we're right now in the process of getting a, a countywide mural ordinance passed uh, so that this, there's a continuity of, okay, if you want to put a mural up, this, instead of each town having their own uh, guidelines, we're trying to do it throughout the county. And that first mural that we did actually was a mural that explained the the different fine arts that are taught, which is music and drama and dance and uh, paintings, let's say painting and sculpture. And there's a fifth one now, which is computer art or design, which is a very hard thing to get your hands around. But I guess we're trying to educate our community and get community involvement through the education. And then we're trying to use the arts as a way for people to recognize certain community interests, whether it be African American community or children that need help or so forth and so on. So there's a lot. There's a lot available there. It's just trying to get folks to focus on it, I guess. For the youth in Cartersville, Bartow, artistic inspiration is coming from high school teachers, giving their students an amazing opportunity to showcase their talents in some unique ways. 
I'm Abby Hennington. I'm the commercial art and journalism teacher at Woodland High School. This is my second year here. Prior to this, I was the visual arts teacher at Woodland Middle School for a number of years. What we do in my classroom is I teach photography, film, graphic design with some creative writing splashed in there. And so our staff, we've got about 130 students on the staff and that's split between three blocks through the school day. And uh, we are just always, always generating all sorts of visual and written content to celebrate Woodland High School. And it's all student run, all student produced. It's exciting. Ooh, that does sound really, really exciting. So, Abby, explain to me how you got involved on the board of the Arts and Bartel. Well, when they were initially starting that organization, they were kind of putting feelers out in the area for a variety of people to be on the board from different backgrounds so that when you put the whole group together, you had a voice from all these different areas because within the arts, anytime you're dealing with artists, they are creating this work, they have this passion, they're making these things, but then it's often a much different skill set to take that artwork and put that where it needs to go to be able to be seen and appreciated and enjoyed by those out in the community. And you don't always have that intrinsically as an artist. And so we were trying to kind of put together a group of people with a lot of different backgrounds that could work together to help to promote the arts, bring more of the arts, all the performing arts, visual arts, all of it, to Bartow County because it's such a wonderful place to live, such a wonderful place to go out and have a great time. You don't necessarily have to go, you know, all down 75 and towards Atlanta and all of that on a Friday night, want to have a date night. There's so much to do here in Bartow County. And we have such a strong art program in this community. We have the Booth Museum here. We have so many strong, you know, art students here, living artists here. And so just putting a group of people together who could build that and foster that within our community. And so I'm obviously a teacher and they were looking for someone with an education background that was involved with the students and could kind of bring that younger perspective, but also kind of help to build a pipeline to kind of bridge that gap between you've got these student artists that, for example, I just had a, a conversation with my, one of my students yesterday morning. He's a senior and he's looking to graduate and he really loves photography and has enjoyed what we've done in my class. And so he was asking, okay, what's my next step? I love photography. I want to keep doing things like this as I transition into school. How can I keep doing this? what I'm doing. And so we talked about the local newspapers. We talked about things that people approach our journalism staff here at school, asking us for film help, asking us for photography help. And so just talking through, because he was an example of a young person that is trying to figure out what is my next step between I really love photography or I really love film or I really love drawing and painting. How do I go from this to actually doing that out in the real world as a profession or as part of a profession? And so I kind of help the board to remember we aren't only advocating for and celebrating our artists that are out and working in the field, but also all of these young people that are coming up with all of these new and fresh ideas and things that they need to express and how to help them kind of take that dive into those different organizations and things that they can do within their own community here in Bartow. You know, kids are really creative, especially the younger generation. You know, they got the social media. They're really savvy with that. 
How have they helped out with all the art there in Bartow? Well, for example, right now, you might have heard about the Iron Butterfly Project, and that's something that's going on throughout Bartow County, and we're installing some of the pieces uh, even this week. Things are going on, and it's a it's a large-scale project. It's going to be really beautiful, but on this local level with the young people, what I was dealing with is I'm also the advisor for the Student Government Association here at Woodland High School, and the seniors were talking about their senior gift, and they wanted you know, every year the seniors put their money together or raise money to get something to give back to the school. And so our SGA members want to do something that was really, really special. And they were coming out of all of the struggles that we've had in recent years with COVID and, and all that went on with that. And for a long time, a lot of those social events were canceled. A lot of games were canceled. And so the students this year with SGA really wanted to bring back a lot of that community involvement and school involvement. And so one way that they are doing that is the senior class has purchased one one of the iron butterflies as their senior gift. And so the board was excited about that and all of that was a wonderful idea. But then also what that means is students are generating content along that whole process because they chose one of the artists in the senior class to paint the iron butterfly. They've taken time-lapse photography and video of the making of the butterfly, the sketching process for all of the preliminary designs. They have interviewed the SGA members on why they chose the artists that they chose. They chose a young woman, Reagan Gardner, is in the senior class. She is painting the butterfly. So they have created all of this content celebrating the details behind that iron butterfly project and so then when that's installed they have created all of this content that's going to be shared on social media and some of it will be shared on the jumbotron at graduation so it helps get that word out even more i mean we could always you know it's like doing this podcast is just one more way to get that information out there so obviously social media is another way but having the students you can talk about oh the iron butterfly project all day long but seeing the gorgeous wings that she has painted and hearing the sga members that would be jolie fannin isabella zapata jalen womack and abby cates are our four senior sga members and hearing those young women talk about why they wanted the iron butterfly and how they felt like the students were kind of coming back out of their shell and getting back into that more traditional high school experience. I mean, it's beautiful. And so, you know, just utilizing social media, utilizing film to help kind of give that perspective can be really, really powerful. All right. So where can we see this iron butterfly? The first piece is already up at Dillinger, and that's kind of the jumping off point for all the other butterflies. The Woodland High School butterfly initially was going to go in the senior courtyard, which is a garden area that's in the middle of the high school that's a special place for the seniors. They'll go out there and eat breakfast or lunch and kind of hang out, and it's it's only for them, so it's kind of a little perk. But the butterfly is so gorgeous, there's talk now about putting it at the front of the school because it's it's been so successful and all of the work around it and promoting it and how meaningful it is to the students. You know, there's a lot more thought behind the senior gift this year. And so we're looking at maybe putting that at the front of the school, actually. Oh, that's great. I guess people may not realize how big the arts community is there and how much there is to see what's uh, in the future for all this to make things a lot easier. 
Absolutely. That's thing. I know at one of our board meetings, we were talking about putting together a map with all of the different uh, sculpture walks and and things that are already installed here in Bartow County, because we have all these wonderful things in the works. But then we talked about different ways that we could make it more easily accessible for people to know all the things that they could do, because how many times have you been on social media? I know it happens a lot in my feed as far as people saying, OK, we're going to go on a date night on Saturday. Who's got ideas in Carter? or we're going to be out of town for, you know, our son's soccer game, travel soccer. We'll be in Chattanooga. Who has ideas for what we could do in Chattanooga? And people will crowdsource that information. And so we talked about making some different shareable things to be used in exactly those moments to show off all the things that are right here at home for a lot of our folks. So just if in the Iron Butterfly project, the signage, there's an app that goes with it, a QR code. And so when you're there looking at the butterfly, you'll see information about the artist and the sponsors, but also you'll get the story behind that individual butterfly. And then you get linked to the map where you could go and visit all the other butterflies and take pictures with them and all that kind of stuff. So it's pretty exciting. So how can people get more involved in the arts community? Well, I think for starters, we have like if you go to the different websites with the chamber and Art and Bartow has a website. That's one of the things that we've really been putting a focus on in the last couple of years, both at Art and Bartow and within other organizations here in the area, just making things a little bit more organized as far as what to do and where. But like I say, we have a wonderful map that shows you where a lot of our sites are. And then the Iron Butterfly Project has its own app as well, where it will pinpoint where the different butterflies are as they are installed. And then the museums are all connected. For an interactive map and gallery of all the current art, visit artinbarto.com. Let's hear from one of the artists about what else you can experience in Cartersville, Bartow. My name is Patricia Easton, and I am excited to be part of this Art in Bartow program. I am an artist and have been wonderfully allowed to paint the uh, murals and the city flags that are hanging in the downtown historic Adairsville over the last eight years. And I also have some art showing in the museum there as well as City Hall. And then I met Barry and Lynn at a breakfast for one of the artists celebrating them having an event at the Booth Museum. And Barry was the artist at the table I was assigned to. And he started talking about his vision for art in the community. And that's where it all began. And then he did call me and he did so much work to get this program going. Uh, no one really knows. It was just phenomenal. But what a grand person he and Lynn, his wife, are. And then you have Hannah Cook. Oh, my goodness. It's just wonderful to work with these people. And to be able to paint something and to make a difference in the community is just a dream. Patricia, if you could go in a little more detail about your murals, I'm really interested to see how this all came about. Originally, eight years ago, going on nine years, I think, Pam Madison became the city manager of Adairsville. And she had vision for the city, and I loved our little town. And I was on different committees. And then she said, would you be able to draw some flags that will go up, you know, the city flags? And so I said, sure, I'll do my best. And it was on the history of Adairsville. Each flag represented a different part of the history. Well, then it went on to Christmas, 
flags and spring flags. And so they are changed out all the time, which I'm honored that they're still being produced and uh, used. And then I started working on volunteering with the booth and I had three of my submissions. I was part of the Artist Guild and three of my artworks were on display in the basement there. They have a basement. I can't think of the name of it right now, but in the way they were selected to be on view. And I was very proud of that. They were selected by a committee and uh, that was an honor. And so then I met Barry and we did a mural at the end It's under the bridge in Cartersville, and I was one of five artists, and I did Picasso with changing that, the three musicians, which changing it up to look like the Western art. So I put cowboy hats on them, but still did cubism. It was something new for me to learn. I bought books on Picasso and learned his theory and had fun working with that. And then the mural was really an experience of painting eight to 10 hours a day for a week and it was really fun. Well, that's up still down there. And then there was another project that Barry had part of Art and Barto, and it was at the Cartersville Library. I was selected to be one of the artists to do a four by four wooden painting outside the library. Mine was the secret garden and it was to encourage children to read. So that was my rendition of my secret garden honored to do that. And then came the butterflies. When I finished them, I'll have painted three. You know, for those of that are listening that have never been to Cartersville and Bartow County, can you paint a picture of what all the art looks like? Where all the art is, is right in the heart in the historic area of Cartersville. There's little shops, restaurants, and then all around on the city property, the city county buildings, the city uh, management buildings all have some form of art on their property. And then there's art paintings in the park along the cement, which was once just ugly old gray, dirty cement. It's beautiful and it just enhanced that park area. And then the mural was put up under the bridge, it's called. And there's a fine restaurant there, some lovely little shops, and you see this mural put up. And now the butterflies are going to enhance the nature trails. It's just wonderful. So is this for families? Can all ages enjoy this art? Yes, yes, definitely. And our um, Bartow is a, a, is a county, and Cartersville is the county seat. And so Adairsville and Emerson and different little towns around are embracing it as well. So on the butterflies... There's a QR code, so you will know where to go next. You'll know the story of that butterfly and know where to go to another park or another location and enjoy the story of that butterfly. So that's his goal is to have art throughout Bartow County, not just Cartersville. So Adairsville, the butterflies, I have two. I'm painting one for, it will be a peacock theme, one gentleman purchase that one. And then the next one will be a patriotic theme in the Veterans Park, Memorial Park in Adairsville, which will bring people to that park, bring people to downtown Adairsville, bring people to the parks and the beautiful trailways that will be connecting all of Bartow County. 
There are other hidden attractions in Cartersville, Bartow, and some rich art history to go along with it. Let's find out. Well, hello. Uh, my name's Ellen Archer. I am a member of the Board of Directors for Art in Bartow, which is actually an organization commissioned through the Bartow County government to promote, enhance public art and appreciation for the arts throughout Bartow County. I um, serve on the board after having been the director of the Convention and Visitors Bureau in Bartow County for 33 years. I retired in September and of uh, 2022, and after my retirement, was named to the board. How did you get involved with the arts community? Well, Cartersville, Bartow County, is home to one of the most important art museums in the country and actually unique in the world and that is the booth western art museum it is a smithsonian affiliate museum that houses the largest permanent collection of western american art in the country and then that being the current mainstay and it's very active there's a photography guild a lot of educational programs for students as well as adults. So, of course, there is that. But Cartersville actually has a long history of outstanding artists as well as appreciation for the arts. But unfortunately, I don't think we have, well, I know we haven't garnered the attention that is deserved. And when I say we're going back a long history, you could start with um, Gordy Pottery, Mr. William Gordy, that uh, was a potter and has had his pieces have been on display at the Smithsonian Museum since the 1940s go back to the 1930s there's a woman named hetty west not a household name but one of the songs that she wrote 500 miles an old folk song everybody's heard it 500 miles we missed the train i'm on lord i'm one lord i'm two i'm three lord i'm four lord i'm 500 miles away from home very very renowned songwriter and performer of her day of course she's long since passed away but there was an art gallery in cartersville from the 1970s through the mid 1990s it was the etowah arts gallery and there's a lot going on individually with artists in bartow county there's a long list of um of actors that originated on the stage at the Grand Theater in Cartersville. Just Google. So my interest in it really goes back to knowing the history and the depth and the quality of um, artists and art in Bartow County, but not being really recognized as an artsy community, as one that has embraced the arts, but actually, as I said, and it's evidenced by the public art gallery, which was active for 25 years till the 19, mid-1990s, it deserves it. And the driving force really right now, we have an excellent executive director for this effort, Art in Bartow, Hannah Cook, and she's just dynamite, and Barry Henderson, who is himself an artist, he's a developer. Barry has been at the forefront of the formation of art in Bartow. 
for several years and and uh, and other people and we've definitely enjoyed the support of the local government so ellen are you an artist or are you just an art lover going back to my position and with the convention and visitors bureau no i'm not myself an artist let me put that aside do i appreciate art in just about all forms absolutely do I appreciate the richness of it in Cartersville and Bartow County? Absolutely. So the reason I got involved in the formation of the Art in Bartow, which is now the Art in Bartow Commission, was to promote Cartersville and Bartow County to the heritage and cultural travelers by trying to get our name you know, recognized not just as home for the Boost Western Art Museum, but for other types of art. There's live theater. There are two live performing theaters in downtown Cartersville. Dance, numerous dance schools. And there is a Cartersville City Ballet. So, you know, pottery. There's several pottery galleries. So, yeah, to sum it up, it would just be, yes, another facet of Cartersville as a prime Georgia getaway destination that really needs to be touted. So that's why I got involved. Can you tell us something different, something unique about the art that you haven't mentioned yet? Well, I would say the most recent project of art in Bartow is the erection of beautiful butterfly, not statues, they're Well, I guess they're statues, and it's called the Iron Butterfly Trail. There's one in downtown Cartersville. There's one that's just gone up at Etowah Indian Mounds, and there's many more places. So the Iron Butterfly Trail is a unique aspect of it. And the other art in Bartow is kind of crazy, and it's arguable, well, is this art, or is this an advertisement, or is this a historic wall painting but that is the old coke sign that's on young brothers pharmacy which was painted in 1894 which was the first wall sign for coca-cola in the world you know and it's lovely and the business owner there has kept it up throughout the years i see it as art i also see it but that's definitely unique it's um, a very recognizable Coca-Cola advertisement, but it's much more primitive than the wall signs that were painted later on. So that to me is a piece of art. I love that. That's definitely unique to Cartersville. The photography guild, I think, under the Boost Western Art Museum, does great work. And they have um, a traveling exhibition that goes on fences along railroad tracks of photography from the Art Guild, which is just lovely. I don't know if you're familiar, but Cartersville, Bartow County, is just bisected by CNS Railroad. And the two main towns that goes right through it is Cartersville and Adairsville. Photography Guild came up with this great idea of putting their basically laminated posters of their work on the otherwise ugly fences that go through both Cartersville and Adairsville. That's unique. Is there any other great art that we may not have talked about yet? If you want to go back to prehistoric art, one thing that you can see in Cartersville 
at the Atawaya Mounds as amazing art displays at the museum from dating from the 900 ADs. There were, I think, very accomplished artists and there are many pieces with engravings there that you'll only see at the Indian Mounds historic site. And that's very unique. And there's a modern piece that Barry Henderson sculpted that is outside at Etowa India Mounds. It's called the Chieftain. And he went to great lengths to make the Chieftain true to what the best knowledge we have. A Chieftain there at the Mounds, how he would have appeared, his height, his stature. That's very, very unique piece of public art too. It doesn't cost a dime. And I always encourage people when they're visiting Cartersville, even if you don't have time to go inside the Booth Western Art Museum, or maybe you've hit it at the wrong time, the sculpture gallery on the north side of the museum is outstanding. And that's very unique. I mean, that's there for the public to enjoy. They're on the grounds of the Booth Western Art Museum, but as I said, anyone could walk during opening hours and uh, see that and enjoy it. Once again, for a gallery of the current art and an interactive map, visit artinbarto.com. Thanks for listening to Only in Cartersville Bartow, brought to you by the Cartersville Bartow County Convention and Visitors Bureau. To find out more about Cartersville and Bartow County, go to visitcartersvillega.org or call 770-387-1357. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group. Darren Sutherland, Executive Director. Doug Harding, Creative Director. Jacob Sutherland, Director. Producers Jason Gentarola and Matt Golden. And Chen Rei Zhang, Video Producer. All rights reserved.